the season premiere, the show premiere <laughs> of Lost, parts one and two. High altitude bread. The fuck is that? It's bread you can only make in high altitude areas. Okay, it makes sense. That's exactly what it is. So it's it's not just a clever name. Okay. High altitude drinking. Ooh, <laughs> I know, we get so drunk and we're so cheap here. <laughs> um. High altitude. <laughs> high altitude getting high. I don't know. You don't know. You you're don't, not, you're not thankful, thankful for, for anything? anything else. Glue. I know you- glue. Glue. <laughs> hey, I'm down. You guys don't. You don't know how much I use glue. Is it like like for sniffing or for no 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 for art eating? projects and stuff? Look around. Just I use glue both, a lot. Actually, glue. a little bit of both. No, sniffing and eating, but not for a little combi. <laughs> not not for column C, which is the thing that it's used for. I don't. Sniff I think it's glue, column G. But I do fix things with it. Mm. And welcome to the Something Random Podcast. Our Thanksgiving themed episode this week. <clears throat> Thanksgiving sounds. Thanksgiving sounds. Oh, I I get it. You're doing the that's the that's the most Thanksgiving of all turkey sounds. Anyone in this family ever seen a turkey before? (laughs) (laughs) The Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host. I'm your thankful host, Charles Mm. Joseph Kelly. And I am your greedy host, Michael C. Macbeth. I'm your cocoa host, Scotty Schaefer. And he's drinking cocoa. Oh, I get it. That's clever. Look at that. I'm really drinking cocoa. Sorry, Joel. Uh, I'm Joel, and I, I, I am all, uh, drinking iced tea without ice in uh, it. Wow. Oh, that's Ooh. just tea, then. It's just cold tea. Cold tea, yeah. It's uh, not iced I, tea. We're it's taking a gamble tea. saying that it's even cold. For all we know, it's sun tea. Lukewarm. Mmm, lukewarm tea. <laughs> How are you guys this week? Fine. Good. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's it's been a little minute. It's been a minute since we hung out. Mm-hmm. We've all been busy. Yeah, no. What have you guys been doing? What's what's going on in your lives? What have you guys been watching? Well, I've been um <laughs> watching things that I don't really have to watch to right. enjoy. Um which is why I haven't what? watched. Oh, you're Spinal talking about like background yet. TV stuff. Oh, like I'm gonna yeah. turn on the TV and then go I'm just back gonna turn on shit that I don't like just to go. Ugh. Well, I mean, I <laughs> I have been catching up on Arrow, unfortunately. Ugh. Um, just because I have because <laughs> it's all in the same universe as the Flash and Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow, and so but in what? case something happens with a crossover, I need to know what their backstory is, but I don't really care about the show anymore. Oh, is that the one that's in the same universe as Gotham? No, it's not. Oh, is it the, the one in the same universe as all the new, uh, the new, so it must be the all new, the... the new Superman and, and Spider, and, I mean the new Superman and, and Justice and Spider-Man, League. And Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is, is it connected with the Justice League movie that's out right now? Unfortunately not. Um, oh, that's... They don't even cast the Flash as the Flash. So, have I, have I told you how I want them to deal with the, the different universes? Yes, you have. So, you can to burn them. So, here is how I want them to, like, link the two universes. The the DC television universe and the DC movie universe. But this is DC. It does... They DC's motto up. is, we don't care what you want. I know. So, but here's... here's <laughs> it's just one scene in the Flash movie 
where the Flash runs super fast and he warps into the DC TV show universe and runs into the Flash. And they literally just go, runs into him. And they yeah. both, and it's one of those things like from Time Cop where if you touch yourself from a different time, that you both just disintegrate or yeah. mobile, mobile together. Kind of like the episode of The Office where Steve Carell meets Ricky Gervais. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they don't, he doesn't explode because that would just, I mean, be the end of The Flash. I'd rather, I'd rather they like they like melted together it like like those joke end, commercials though. of uh, of the uh, Capri Sun where everybody melts together oh, and God, then they don't get unmelted again. Oh my God, yeah. that was so good. Have you seen uh, Joel? Have you seen yes, that one? I have that. I was going to say it reminds me of the uh, Roseanne where both Beckys were on. Oh, oh really? Ooh, that's fun. Yes. Or like the the Full House where they bought brought both twins. Oh yeah, on. one was a like a cousin or something, an Italian yeah. cousin. Or... Yeah. One man. time, or Greek? Uh, no, I guess Jesse was Greek, wasn't he? One time, uh, one time, Urkel uh, was on uh, Full House. Oh yeah, I remember and, that. And this is how he knocked on the door. Uh, this is how he knocked on the door. And then everyone in the house leaned in, like expecting yeah, to hear a knock. Uh, and uh, no joke. Uh, let's see. Exactly 125 years later, I still knock on doors like that. <laughs> that is a wonderful joke because... Oh, it's not a joke. It's a way of life, my friend. <laughs> I've based my life off the crossover episode when Steve Urkel was on Full House. Joel, what have you been watching? Uh, I watched... <clears throat> excuse me. A big important thing, especially since Charles Manson just died. Uh, finished up American Horror Story Cult. Which was fantastic. Which had Lena Dunham in it. Yeah, uh, not for very long. She was in it for like one episode or two episodes, and she was blah. But uh, just a dabble, do you? Evan Peters played um, a bunch of crazy people in the last few episodes. He played Charles Manson, and he was awesome. Hmm. And David Koresh, or not da- not David Koresh. Yeah, David Koresh. And um, was he on NYPD Blue? Evan Peters? No, no, David Koresh. David Koresh? <laughs> no. Oh, is that like David? David Crash is the no. David Crash is the guy in Waco that said he was uh, oh, the son of God and was right. going to father and repopulate the planet. I embarrassed myself. That guy. Um, <laughs> can edit that out. I'll leave that up to you. Um, Will do. As well Salute. as uh, he also played. Um, oh God, there was somebody else, but I can't remember who. Anyway, he played was... Andy Kaufman too, or something like that. Andy but, Kaufman? Yeah, or something like that in American Horror Story: Cult. I can't yeah. watch it now. Yeah. He, well, are you confusing it with like Jim and Andy, the thing on Netflix that I haven't no, watched yet? No, no. He played who did he? Who the fuck did he play? He played somebody else, and it was oh Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was good. He yeah, he played a bunch of roles. Anyway, a lot of people have been going. I can't watch American Horror Story this season because it's just Sarah Paulson screaming, and it's like, well, oh, that's every season. They're driving her crazy. So yes, she's going to scream a little, and uh, she. It's every single episode. There's been a plot twist. Every single episode, and it doesn't get old. I was I about to it. ask if it got old. It doesn't. I love it because every time it's like, oh, so. And, it, ma- it. and it makes sense. Like if you rewatch it, like those same um, plot points make sense throughout the entire thing. Because that's what I like plot well, twists. Well, and I haven't rewatched it yet, but I probably okay. will. But um, this is this is I've said it before. This has been my favorite uh, favorite season so far. Michael. Yeah. What, Scotty? <laughs> uh, the question is, what have we been watching? Sure. I don't mm. fucking remember anymore. <laughs> I already, I already answered I'm, it. I'm already thinking about other questions, and I'm excited about them. Oh, I had one more though, um, because it, al- it, cool. also, it also ended. <laughs> no, do, wait. Do you want to leave it for the next one, or no? Because I have, I okay. have another one. Uh, but it also ended, and I didn't know if it was going to, because it's produced and written by Louis C.K. Oh, and they were talking yeah. about pulling all his stuff from FX. But better things did get to end. There were only two episodes left after his, uh, you know, allegations came out, and uh, it was a great ending. I cried. So, 
Good show. I'm I, glad they let it end. I heard that the 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 last episode was a little bit of a circle jerk. No. I don't get it. He just likes to say that. <laughs> it's funny because Louis C.K. jerked off in front of women. Right. No, I get it. Okay. Is that funny though? <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's not funny. We're off on this, guys. This is okay. Uh, what's no, all this no, 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 just stuff? In, just in, the, in, in this in this last couple weeks, in particular, I've kind of been like, it's okay to be like, mm, nope, not yep. funny. Yep. You know, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, what have you been watching? Uh, I what have I been watching? Uh, TV? No, I was watching movies. We watched Scott Pilgrim. We did watch Scott Pilgrim for my birthday celebration. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is interesting. Um, in Scott Pilgrim, when uh, number three is getting uh, the anti, the de-veganized ray. Right. Uh, you pointed out that the main cop who's doing all the talking was the original Punisher. And yeah. I had that was the one guy I could never place for some reason. And it's interesting because now Netflix is all about pushing their Punisher stuff. Which I haven't started yet. Uh, it's great. Is it great? It's probably the best <laughs> of the Marvel Netflix shows. Stop. I'm not joking. You, This man owns a Daredevil hat and you're not wearing it today. I'm not wearing it today. Because it's a little stinky from working out in it yesterday. You yeah. work out in a, in a snapback baseball cap? You should have seen... Okay, you should have seen... No, hold on a second. I, I want you to answer the question. Yes, <laughs> I do. You should have seen my hair yesterday morning at 5 a.m. I looked like Wolverine. I did see it, honey. It was like... I told it reminds you to wake up. It was... Oh, cute. I'm just kidding. I don't, um, I don't look at people I sleep with. So... <laughs> Okay. I love I love talking about fun Scott Pilgrim facts. Yeah. Michael, what is your favorite Scott Pilgrim facts? Like cool thing that Edgar Wright did with that film. Um one of my favorites is the the bathroom scene where he um he gets up to go pee, leaves the living room, and they show the pee bar go down <laughs> and then he um then he opens the bathroom door again after not even washing his hands. He like <laughs> he he swipes his hand under the sink and then like <laughs> half-heartedly dabs at the towel and that's it but uh then he opens the door and he finds himself in like a high school locker hallway um and what edgar wright did was actually while he did the pee scene they rolled a locker background hallway in front of that door oh so that he could actually take his first step in that shot into the hallway and it wouldn't be a continuity error. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's like, fascinating. That, that's how dedicated he is to those intricate details. And I love it. And I love it. My favorite one is when, uh, so Scott and Ramona are sitting on the bus talking about the seven. Oh, it's, it's the, it's the, Oh, so can we make out scene? Yes. Yeah. So in the background, when they're talking about like each other, right. You can see the what's called the bokeh, so the B O K E H. It's like when you, like the the blurred out images in the background and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were in the shape of hearts when they're talking about like how much they love each other. The moment that it switches to her talking about her exes, they switch to exes in the background. What? It's little tiny things like that that are just like, oh my gosh, Edgar Wright, I absolutely adore everything that you do. Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So you're talking about like, so the bokeh is like, let's say if it's a, uh, who. Who does the like Transformers movies and stuff? Michael Bay. If it's a Michael Bay movie and there's always a scene when somebody is like making sparks in the background, they would look like little squares or something like that. Little circles. You're saying, like, that, you're saying yeah. that those sparks would look like hearts or those sparks would look like X's. Right. It's, I see what you mean. It's I, just a, it's I think just you mean a filter, like out of focus yeah. people in the background. It's just a filter to add for the 
like not lens flares, but background lights. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Not lens flares. But like it looks how, like that. Like, like how for yeah. Christmas you can buy those glasses where you can look at Christmas lights and, they and look they'll like be dicks. in the shape of snowmen. <laughs> like <laughs> little dicks. <laughs> where are you buying these glasses? You yeah. went Adam, to Adam the wrong Dr. Store. John's? <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things uh, from kind of behind the scenes, I guess, of Scott Pilgrim is in Scott Pilgrim when he goes to the bathroom, not that same bathroom scene, but I I was conf- I was totally, that's why I was like, because oh, I thought you were going to do mine. But when he goes to the bathroom scene and you hear the, the fairy uh, room music from Zelda, when you go into the Zelda from, I think the first time I heard it was in Arcana of Time, uh, when you go to the fairies and then they... Ocarina, but yeah. But whatever, I was like... Oh, I guess I wasn't a kid. That's one of those things that you never say it out loud and your friends don't realize you pronounce it wrong. Uh, it's actually Ocharina. Well, like when I was a kid, I would play Sonic the Hedgehog. And one time I was telling my best friend, Jesse, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I finally found one of the Chaos Emeralds. And he was like, uh, the what? And I said, the Chaos, the Chaos Emerald. And he goes, that's chaos. And I was like, that's how you spell it. Because I'd heard it before, but I didn't read, read it out loud. So this was a funny conversation because we're talking about uh, Scott Pilgrim not being able to pronounce things. Uh, we're watching Scott Pilgrim in the theater first time, and it's the it's the 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 vegan uh you know battle right. Mm-hmm. He gets kicked through the he kicks gets kicked through the wall right, and you see the do 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 do, and then Beast it says, battle. I said oh, bass battle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I thought you were and Michael's gonna... sitting right next to me going, uh, it's bass, you idiot. <laughs> I thought you were going to reference the time that um, Anna Kendrick <laughs> echoed you the first time we were watching it. Yeah. Once, uh, once Matthew Patel starts singing, um, CJ goes, what? <laughs> Anna Kendrick goes, what? <laughs> I told Scotty this story. No, but you didn't tell me it was, was you. I thought it was, you said it was your girl. It was Liz. Oh, yeah. it was Liz. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. But still. Well, we can, we, can, we can just say that it's me for the sake of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anything um, we say is believed okay so i i uh so that we can skip on to the the next bits okay uh i I do want to talk about punisher for like two seconds okay you guys super jazzed for the show uh it has nothing to do with superheroes at all nothing at all it doesn't have superpowers it doesn't have anything like that it's just a guy who's stuck in a shitty situation who wants to just be left alone and yeah that's it it's great. It's so low stakes. It's it's all about characters. Good, it deals with like really important things when you're talking about like ex military like veterans, people with PTSD, people with like severe mental illness. It talks about suicide and it talks about all these things like very importantly. And it's hmm. so good and I highly recommend everybody watch it. I think it's my favorite of all of them, I think it beats out Jessica Jones for me. Oh, geez. but beats I, out Daredevil, I really beats have out to Jessica wa- Jones, beats out Yes. Iron Fist. Oh, well, yeah. That's that's an easy one. But yeah, no, it's really good. So, hmm. I yeah, heard about that the guy, uh, John, what's his name? John, John Bernthal. Or yeah, whatever? yeah, John Bernthal. Who played was, Shane. He was, uh, he was on Howard Stern this past week. Nice. And uh, he was talking about it, and um, he said, he said all of what you just said. And Howard's like, this is like my new favorite thing to watch. And I'm like, wow, if Howard likes it, it's probably pretty great. <laughs> I, I recommend it. If if people are really kind of tired of superheroes, which I am, and want still kind of like that. A different uh, twist, right? Right. Yeah. I highly, Joel, I think this is the show to get you back into that kind of Well, world. and when they were talking about it, I was like, God, maybe I should check that out. Cause, I, you know. I highly recommend it. It's so good. Every single character, I'm like, I like every character, even though they're some of them are pieces of shit and they're kind of annoying at times. <laughs> mm. It's still really, really good. So, Joel... 
watch the show. You got to have pieces of shit in in some shows oh, yeah. though, because no, totally. if you don't, then it's, it's there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference between like characters who are like pieces, like like really bad characters, and then characters who are just like you can't stand when they're on the screen. And <laughs> Jessica Jones had a couple of those. Like they had, she had the 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 next door neighbor brother and sister who were like the most annoying oh, characters on the planet yes. those are pretty annoying characters and it's like all right cool but this one doesn't did, really have any characters like did that. it start is it started how many episodes is it i mean it's i, I think it's nine i'm i'm through like episode it, seven it's so it's done it's already it's a netflix, it's on netflix. Really it all in one oh, okay go. i didn't know i didn't realize so, it was on netflix yeah okay. no it's it's great okay it's cool. so good yeah the only things bad that i had heard about it were, were two things it was a like um some people thought it was in poor taste that it was had so much to do with guns and and murder along those lines right. in, in this current climate where it's like geez we have enough of that in the news but then the other one was like if this is can you really have a marvel universe mention of the military and don't ever mention the new york incident from avengers 1 or any of those other things to be like those were game changing things how can it be, how can you be back to normal i um, but uh, but right. despite those things those are just things i read online your sales of it right now your little speech, I was like, I think I'm in. I, I think that's the the best thing to do. I mean, like the cinematic universe is is good and all. It's it's great. I think it really limits, and we've talked about this before. I think it limits uh, what people can do in movies. Right? You have to have all this backstory and follow this a giant amount of canon, uh, and it's not very good for creative purposes. So, like mm-hmm. removing yourself from that completely is very good, and it works really well in this show because it like. Um, Iron Fist, not not no. It was more. Um, what's the other one? Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Luke Cage dealt with easily with, one of my favorites. It's so good. Uh, Luke Cage dealt with the incident a little bit with like the the alien bullets and stuff like that mm-hmm. that they were doing and stuff like that. But this one has nothing to do with any of that. It has a couple characters from the other shows that pop in and out, but uh, so mm-hmm. good, so cool, good. Cool. It's its own thing. You don't really need to know anything about marvel at all to watch this and enjoy it well you, you actually touched on something where it's like the this, the full cinematic universes and, and and obviously we're talking about the marvel where everything is connected as opposed to the dc where they have two or 30 different flashes now you know who knows mm-hmm. but so but with the marvel side <laughs> we were also talking about scott pilgrim which is directed by edgar wright marvel and edgar wright were working together at one point of course with ant-man mm-hmm. and and ant-man of all characters would never have come into the marvel cinematic universe without edgar wright right um but then because he was so passionate about it, they were like, all right, let's do this. But they had the cinematic universe fight mm-hmm. about it. And Edgar had to walk from yeah. his brainchild love baby. And and I bet you I can name the scene even what it is. I bet it's when Ant-Man has to go to get some weird uh, Wonderflonium part from the Avengers headquarters and has to fight Falcon, which makes no sense. And then even pre-Wasp Wasp has to go in and like right. enter something in computer. Like, it's so silly. So, um... Uh, to, so that we can keep this going and keep yep. this moving. Uh, Scotty, I think you have a question for us. I do. Okay, so uh, the qu- this question is, um, what sticks with you? And what I mean by that is that sometimes myself, like if I'm just kind of, um, I, I don't know, either by myself or if I'm just in a place where I can kind of just think and kind of let my mind wander, uh, maybe I am switching between things at work or whatever else like that. Sometimes a little movie clips or movie scenes or TV show scenes or, or something will kind of pop in my brain. Like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Or, or, but it happens more than once. Right. So like what, like classic scenes stick with you? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe the first time I saw a glimpse of, uh, of those we don't speak of in the movie, the village, right. That kind of pops in my mind. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I kind of want to watch that movie. Right. Again. Um, Michael, uh, what, what, do you think? 
what's your like go to one go to scene? Oh man, what what comes to my mind is actually bits from movie musicals. Sure, oddly, um, and it's not it's not even the visual; it's actually the um, little harmonies that stick with me. Oh, is there like anyone in particular? Like uh, any? Yeah, two of them actually. Fiddler on the Roof, and and what's really frustrating to me is that both of these were not included in the stage versions. Ah, so they're um, unique for the. They're video. unique to the movie, um, and one of them is yeah from Sunrise Sunri- Sunset in Fiddler on the Roof. When they're singing, they look so natural together, blah, blah, blah. And then, is there a canopy in store for me? They they cut that harmony in the stage production. Hmm. And I have no idea why, but that particular one has always stuck out to me. That and the reprise of Chim Chim Cherie from Mary Poppins movie. Hmm. Um no idea why, but yep. Wait, which which reprise is that? Because it is it like a Saturn one? Or Can something? you sing it? No. Is, is it, are we allowed to? No, but what was the, what like, was the moment? It's when he's about, like by you, himself. No, no. Well, no. there's. I mean, they sing that probably it's, a dozen times. Right. Yeah. It's when Mary and Bert are singing it together, and they're they're like on the smoke elevator, mm-hmm. and um, <sighs> that's right. And coo, what a sight! No, no, no. Um, no. Mary Poppins starts it uh, when you are with a sweep, you're in glad company. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen sixty-four. Best song, Academy Award. Joel, best song. Oh my God! I can, there's no way in hell that I can pick one scene. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't don't there's worry about no picking one. Just we start listing off a couple. Well, not your stuff. favorite, but just like just like I, I'm not even talking about favorite. I'm just like things that pop on my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. I probably watched every single episode of Roseanne five or six dozen times. It seems like <laughs> right. Um, and I could probably do a dialogue or a scene from every episode <laughs> it seems like everything in life for me is somehow or another related to some episode of roseanne somewhere interesting so um i cannot yeah. wait for the the reboot. oh i can't wait yeah i can't wait it's uh, it's my most thing i'm anticipating most for next year hmm. awesome. um i i yeah i don't i mean i'm not kidding when i say there's probably Something that I could relate anything that would happen in life to a scene in Roseanne. <laughs> I think mine is, I go along with Michael a little bit, where it's a lot of musicals that get stuck in my mind. The one that pops out, especially lately, and I mean, this is like the, the nature of our business. We, we deal with musicals pretty consistently. I think we we film so many that it's just like we've seen them all. But I think like the the one, every single morning when I wake up, it lately, especially this last week, has been the Scrubs musical, and it's the, you're going to be okay, that's what's going to happen. And then it just, like, that repeats in my head until he goes to, we hope, and then I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> that's my life. So it's not, so you're not doing Ted's morning affirmation ritual, right? No. People are laughing with you. People are laughing with you. <laughs> I mean, that's what I have to do and keep reminding myself. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I have two more real quick. Uh, one of them also that just pops in my mind for no reason is from the very first season of True Detective when they're going through the fields and they find like an old, uh, like a, it's like a really old building, like an old church is missing walls. And when they walk through it, they see all this stuff about like the Yellow King painted right. on the wall. And, and like, it was such a cool moment in that show. If you haven't seen the first season of, of True Detective, you must. Right. Oh, but it absolutely. Was, but it was, but like that moment still, for some reason, just pops in my brain. The other one, because it's Colorado and it's cold a lot, is I think of uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, when uh, Kirk and um, Bones get taken prisoner to the Klingon prison world, Rurapente. 
and it's huh. freaking cold. Uh, and there's just a lot of those cold scenes. And I think about that a lot. Oh, there was also the the scene that has. <laughs> and it's um, freaking cold. No, I don't know is. why. It was just funny the way you said it. Well, yeah. I mean, like if you like their punishment is like, oh yeah, if you want to try and leave, then they just put you outside and you freeze to death in like minutes. But that also had um, David Bowie's wife, Iman. Iman. Yeah, yeah. that's the, that's the only thing I've ever seen her in because that's that's my life. <laughs> I missed she's all the other in, fun pop culture. She's in uh, Michael Jackson's "Remember the Time" music video. She's Eddie Murphy's wife. I huh. remember that. So Charles, you've got a six degrees. I for do. Us. This one's gonna be kind of. Oh my gosh! I'm oh, so excited! I'm so excited. Gosh. We finally get to do the six degrees despite starting an hour late because you still had to pull it up on your computer. Okay, so. Let's let's be real here. Let's talk about this because we're all having a kind of a busy week and we're all kind of falling behind on things. Uh, I yes. I still knew what I was doing. I just needed to do a little refresher. Well, I guess I, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I do appreciate. I do. They're laughing with you. They're laughing with you. I appreciate that you're at least looking it up to make sure that it is possible to connect these two people. Yeah, it is. I think that it really is possible to connect any. Any two people through six degrees. I mean, like, it's just, uh, it's just is. you have to come up. I like uh, the way I like to do it is I like to come up with two people and see if I can do it on my own just for funsies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and give myself plenty of time. The time I think about it now is when I'm getting a massage. <laughs> it keeps me from falling asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. when I'm giving a massage, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually I'm just usually thinking, don't get aroused. Don't get aroused. Don't get aroused. Wow. Anyway, thanks again, Michael. Okay. All right. And I. <laughs> I was trying to stump you guys with this one. Okay. Okay, let's do it. So my two... Good luck. <laughs> ...are going to be Billy West and Nathan Fillion. Billy West was... Billy West yeah. does a lot of voiceover. Can right. we see a picture oh, okay. of Billy yeah, West? Yeah, we'll, won't you won't him. recognize him because what? he does voice acting. He does voice acting. Oh, okay. okay, well, I'm going to let Joel tell us some of the things that yeah. we... So, so um, before before we get into it, and I'll let you guys like uh, deliberate for a couple seconds before mm-hmm. we jump into it, but uh, the, the rules of Six Degrees of Separation are you need to know the name of the actors, you need to know the name it's of the, the movies or television. It's the other guy. Uh, What's the... Who's Nathan the Fillion? Yeah, he was the tick, right? No, that no. was Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah. who am I... Th- who's Nathan Fillion? Captain Hammer. Captain yeah. Hammer. Yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. So yeah. so you need to know the name of the actor, you <laughs> that's need to know the name of the movie. Uh, you can use television, and there's going to be a lot of television here, I think, in this episode. Uh, and uh, you just can't use the big casts like uh, SNL or uh, 30 Rock. So... Uh, this is going to be kind of rough on you guys. Okay. So, and while they deliberate their answer, we're going to take a brief word from our sponsor. So, do you want to see a picture of Billy West? No, it's okay. Um, Joel, do you know what Billy West is? Oh, yes. So, he voiced a lot of things. Ever wonder what happened to the actor from the 80s movie that you love? What about the director of the 70s splatter film that turned your stomach? Or how about the model that starred in your favorite MTV video? I'd like to invite you to join me, Sean Riley, the host of Second Act's podcast, on the first of each month as we check in with some of the most memorable faces you've forgotten to see what's going on in the Second Acts of their lives. You can check out Second Acts podcast on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page for bonus content as well as ways to interact with the show. As Scott Fitzgerald once wrote, there are no Second Acts in American lives, but there are on Second Acts podcast. Here's to your Second Act. 
That's who, but Michael's in charge. All right, so. you keep thinking yours. Mine's completely no, different than yours. I don't have it. Okay. okay. So, uh, right, fine. So Billy West. If I West, had another five minutes, I might. If I yeah. had another five minutes. So Billy West and Phil Lamar uh-huh. were both in uh, Futurama together. Okay. So Phil Lamar, Phil, okay. He played one of the one of the leads in in that. Uh, Phil Lamar actually played the judge, uh, who was in multiple episodes in BoJack Horseman. So. Allison Brie, Allison Brie, Mad Men, uh, plays uh, the lead character in BoJack Horseman, but she also is in yeah, Community. Yeah, she played. Is she a cat or something? Who is Nathan Fillion has guest starred on. So that was As mine. A janitor. Who? who yeah. He was a janitor. Yeah. Oh, you went straight there. I would have gone Allison Brie to uh, Mad Men. Mad Men also had redhead with. Anyway, I forget her name. And she was in, uh, she was the huge tracks of land. <laughs> she was in the, uh, she, she, she played a very, very good part in Firefly. She was like his, uh, forced, not forced, but I mean like he had to marry con artist wife. Yes. Con artist wife. Yeah. So a really uh, great role. Yeah. It is. That's, uh, you guys did pretty well. Mm. Like you got really close. If you guys, well, were, I gotta tell you my, whenever I play this game, I always think about what I can, how I can picture their face looking on the screen. So using voice actors really threw me for a loop. That's what <laughs> it really threw me through a loop. Right. So uh, I'm going to do a new game with you guys. Mm-hmm. And the working title of this game is... Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do we have to watch? Maybe watch the punishment... the fuck you want to watch. It's Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> the punishment is we have to play this okay. new game. The punishment right. is we have to watch football on Thanksgiving. I, I refuse. <laughs> All right. So the working title of this new game is... What do you think this is? <laughs> okay. So there is a big thing in the news right now, and it, it delves, it deals with media. It's called Elsa Gate, and it has nothing to do with Frozen or the. Oh, you should you know the. I, I didn't. I didn't say it doesn't have anything to do with Frozen. Oh, okay. Well, uh, tell you, me. but you guys, I want to know what do you think this is. Elsa Gate. I think it's about you know how Disney just gets their hands in everything, and they want to make all kinds of products. Well, this one is for a baby gate that is, um, uh, it it looks you know they they uh, cartoonize it or whatever, cartoonize it, right. and and it, and it's basically like it's not just any baby gate. This is an Elsa themed baby gate. Okay, and ah. while a baby was basically hurt themselves on it they're probably climbing over it <laughs> and they hurt themselves and so because it, it's got like big plastical plastic icicles i like that i like the plasticles though i like that it, i've um, got some plasticles <laughs> uh excuse me does this does it have large plasticles i'm it's, sorry it sounds more like prosthetic balls yeah, yeah, no, I, was like, I was like sorry no, those are plasticles uh, not plastic. oh man oh, your plasticles one. look really good today they're just shimmering in the sun there well thank you i had i mean i lost one so i had to get a new plastical um, so, uh, and, but technically if Scotty, if I'm hearing you right, that sounds like the, the news article would be prob- probably called Plast or Elsa gate gate. Elsa gate gate. Yes. Uh, so maybe I'm, maybe that's wrong. You are wrong. Michael, go. Um, uh, we all have to come up with one. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, pass. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Who else is named Elsa? I, I'm I'm guessing that maybe some of the dolls that are being manufactured are the wrong size and shape and possibly color 
and girls and parents are upset and I don't know. I have no idea. Actually, that'd be interesting if they had like a, like a black Elsa. Because, and well, no, Christine because you know, Elsa. like, so people are so like body shaming, blah, blah, blah these days. So it's like they made El- the Elsa doll too tall and skinny, like Barbie, you know, or right. which something like that. that. But it's like, but she looks like the movies. So that falling out. out did actually happen with Merda from Frozen, from Frozen, from Brave. Brave. Yeah. I remember um, that. Yeah. Cause they, they did inaugurated her. As, okay. Th- yes. I, I thought you said her name is Merda. Merda. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is French it's not for French for horseshit. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, I do remember that. Happening. Yeah, yeah, because she was inaugurated as a Disney princess, and they gave her a sparkly dress and uh, fixed her hair, fixed her hair, and a thinner waist. And, and people were like, "No, and mascara and, that is like yeah. entirely opposite of the point of Merda." And yeah, there's some funny, uh, there's some funny cartoons that I or like, com- like comic book strips that I've seen where like Merid, like all the Disney princesses are singing, and Merida's like, "I'm just gonna sit in the corner and." practice my archery because yeah. she doesn't sing in the whole song yeah. the whole show it, it was it was a good step in that direction yeah. I think that movie it wasn't a great movie though because there was almost no story besides <laughs> it was just brother bear but mother bear um <laughs> A uh, spoiler I haven't seen. So so that's what Elsa Gate is. Is that Merida is kind of like a, well, that's that's what Joel was going for. Was that like the, the doll. Yeah, so Michael wrong, passed. That the the dolls are the wrong shape, size, color, okay. or something. I, sexual orientation. You, and people are upset about it. You people are upset about this. So you have part of that right. The rest of it is. Let me let me, let me ask for a hint. When you say that this is in the and I'm using air quotes news. What news site reported uh, this? Everybody is reporting on this right now. Baloney! I have a little thing on my... I didn't even see anything about all this. All right, all right. You can't so see I, every I have, news story. Though. I have a theory now. Okay, um, okay, let's hear it. So, did you... Um, in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, um, it's it's a it's a common style of comedy that I really like. The, the misleading non-sequitur type thing where um, she says, you should take the advice of my friend Elsa and let it go. I was in rehab with her and I was pulling on her hair. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's some random other person named Elsa. What was this show? What show was that? The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I like that one. Um, So it's it's, really good. So Elsa gating is is that type thing. You, you, You give this misleading preamble for a joke and then completely flip it on its okay own, okay that being said i think i now have a new guess okay because first i was going to try and say who else is named elsa like like the frozen kind of owns it right now but i would say with the news the way it is my best guess is that it's probably somebody who came forward as a uh as a sexual victim and then was somehow proved as not right okay you, i don't you're know. getting a little closer all right, I'm going to tell you guys close. what this is. Okay, okay. what is it? Uh, so ElsaGate, <clears throat> on, on YouTube specifically, there's multiple modes on YouTube. One being YouTube Kids, mm-hmm. right? Uh, have you guys heard of what the adpocalypse is, where a lot of YouTubers are losing monetization uh, because their videos aren't family friendly and stuff like that? No, oh. but I know what it is now that you've said okay, this. Okay, you know exactly yes, what I do. This is. I do know. I, now I know what you're talking about. So. Uh, a, a f- I can't remember where I saw it. I saw it somewhere recently. It was like on the talk or something. So there's on on YouTube kids. Uh, it allows like kids videos and stuff like that. However, a specific style of video has been getting into kids hands and usually featuring characters like Elsa or uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yes. Or, okay. I know. Or yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> other characters who are 
having sex with each other, what? who are killing each other, who are kidnapping each other, and children are watching these so, videos. So these people are with tags and with misleading um, thumbnails and things like that. Because they start sneaking off, into YouTube kids. Yes. Because yeah, they so, start off the first couple minutes are always kind of normal. And then they, they take yeah, a turn. Well, it, it takes it takes right? turns like kids are eating crap or like like being <laughs> getting peed on each other. And ch- these these channels are making thousands of dollars per video on like promoting like really terrible things to kids, which is horrendous, right? Oh my god, that is horrendous. But I. That's, I, mean, I mean, Google owns YouTube. Don't they have metrics and stuff to catch that shit? Well, right? But, but so that's, this is, this that's is the... what makes it so very clever, though, because they, they know all the algorithms. They know the ways to get past them, I imagine. I right. don't know. No, but that, that, that blows my mind. If, if the algorithm is the same thing that you did in college where you just have the first two paragraphs look good and the rest are almost bogus and you still get a good grade because they only read the first couple paragraphs. I mean, like, uh, there are certain things I'm like, mm, that's a, that's like a 30-year-old problem. That's did not you a, do that? I did that in women's studies so that she would start to read my paper in front of everybody because she did that with, like, three papers every class. Awesome. And so I started out the way that she wanted all her papers right. to go. And then I added, you know, I was... I'm a feminist. It was good stuff, but just little points that she just see. That's the that's the biggest critique on YouTube and Google right now is they're they're pulling advertisements off of major channels who may not have the most family friendly, uh, even though like like CNN and when they're talking about like terrorist attacks and stuff like that, their videos mm-hmm. are still monetized. So it's like this hypocrisy there that these smaller channels aren't making money. But on the other hand of things, YouTube is allowing that kind of shit through and allowing <laughs> yeah. people to make thousands of dollars. That that actually is an interesting point. Are you, are you saying that the biggest stink people are making is the is the YouTubers who are not getting the money that they should be? It's, or it's is it more all, from family? Well, it's it's all, every side of it. I mean, there's the the... I mean, obviously, people are upset that children are watching videos of their, like, cartoon heroes being murdered, mm-hmm. right? Um, YouTube's, YouTubers are uh, upset that their videos are being demonetized when this repulsive shit is being monetized. Um, and it's just, like, all these different aspects of this whole thing, and it's this huge, huge deal. And I okay. was really surprised when I mentioned it that you guys hadn't heard about it. But, no, uh, I hadn't. I, hadn't. Yeah. Okay, I just so, didn't know it was called that. I did, uh, yeah. yeah, it's... So I that actually brings up something interesting, because um, anybody who has an iPhone... Oh, in fact, you. This it happened to me. For you. It happened to me. Um, I know. I, if, if we're talking about the same thing, if we're, if we're talking about like if you have an iPhone and you go into your pictures and you look up Bazir well, or whatever, that okay. Like, that one, it will, it, there's a whole folder just of any photos that have cleavage in it, ladies. If you have an iPhone, your iPhones are already like creating yourself your own folder. Like they right. already know how to find that stuff, and that's just that's just they mentioned Apple. They mentioned that a ways back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just saw it on Facebook, and all, everybody was there was this really cool thing that that Facebook was or um, that Facebook was doing and that Apple was doing, uh, where they were like, all right, people who are blind want to be able to tell what are on these pictures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they used algorithms and stuff like that to teach um, the computers what are in this picture. So, so I think Facebook did it for a while. But it was doing that. So I don't think it's like malicious, but it's becoming that way. Too well, yeah, yeah, it seems that way. But I just meant like if that technology has been around even for a while, then still like it's the same algorithm, just maybe with sounds or maybe looking for words. I mean, YouTube videos can almost you just hit the CC button. It does that some of this stuff automatically mm-hmm. to see what the words are. That's a simple word search. That's a control F for right. all of their programs. That's easy. But when you're talking about something as subjective as art, especially visual art, when you have what, what are you talking about? Videos. Art? We're talking about YouTube. Hold on. I'm just kidding. No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, 
when you're when you're dealing with something that subjective, there there aren't necessarily equations that can that can spot all those things because because it is a judgment call, right? Um, and and so you need to actually have, um, you know, and this is a pretty big one. I mean, it would be one thing if small ones slipped through the system, like that theater where they played a. Um, they played the wrong movie. It happened to me once. <laughs> oh, <they laughs> have I told you? Have I told yeah. you about this? Uh, so I went to see my dog Skip <laughs> uh, forever ago, right? Uh, and instead, theater full of children, uh, the movie Reindeer Games played instead. Mm. Now I don't know if you guys remember Reindeer Games, but the first scene is starts off with bloody snowy footprints leading to. <laughs> Dead Santa Claus in the snow, <laughs> ruining full of children, ruining a hundred childhoods in great. one fell swoop. Yeah, so I mean, like that Jeez. is an isolated incident, right? Right. Um, and and it's it's something it's an understandable when you have this many theaters in the country, it's understandable that one thing would slip through the cracks like yeah, that. They forget right. to change the film right, like exactly. But um, to have something on this large of a scale means that it is malicious it's not accidental um and and maybe they're doing it to prove a point right so here is one last bit of information on this whole thing that i want to post to you guys but i don't want your responses i just want you to think about this right okay most of these videos are made in russia <laughs> interesting Duh. right <laughs> with everything that's going on politically could it potentially be something that's like political to try to screw up with every side of American culture whatsoever? And to... it could be. I mean, ah. that's the, we're not talking about it. Yeah. Uh, so and to <laughs> that's that's where I kind of wanted to go because uh, Joel Joel here had a, a conversation that he wanted to talk mm. about about YouTube bookends. Well, I had a question because I was calling this YouTube bookends because like you know you know how you go on YouTube and you're looking for a specific specific thing. Mm-hmm. You already lost and then me. and then um, you know. It suggests something at the end of that video, and then that video suggests something. And yeah. right. by the time you're done, you're watching something completely different. Right. Yeah. Um, I wondered if any of you guys had any interesting ones that came to mind. I think I f- that's how I found some of my like most favorite YouTubers is by by that happening. Mm-hmm. Like that internet comment etiquette that I showed you, the guy who just like posts like oh yeah yeah, shitty, yeah it's hilarious. It's so funny. I've only found him because that happened with like some other random videos and stuff like that. The other one that Michael hates and I love is called Pronunciation Manual. And Pronunciation Manual is the best shit on the planet and I wouldn't have found it if this didn't happen on the internet. Why yes. do you hate it? I don't hate it. You d- you don't say those extremes. Just because just because I don't love something as much as you do does not mean that I outright hate okay. it. What is it? Okay. Is it? I I don't enjoy it on the same level that you do. Okay. So the whole premise of this YouTube channel is to let people know the pronunciation of major words, right? Mm-hmm. Um that people don't pronounce properly. Right. Okay. So you have like people call him Joaquin Phoenix, uh-huh. right? Right. Actual pronunciation: Jakuku Fahuinas. <laughs> <laughs> or like Justin Bieber is Juggy Brodelstein. <laughs> Juggy Brodelstein, and that's all it is. That's the entire is channel. This Ten the second videos. I was gonna say, is this the guy that started on Vine? I think there was. A oh, guy this that... has been. This was like 
They started like a decade ago. Oh, maybe it's some other guy. Because yeah. it's right up Vine's some guy did it. Some guy did, used to do that on Vine. He would take a picture of like I don't know Arrowhead bottled water and say it. A Rowie he had, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, okay. Here's like, I'm gonna uh, just so that you guys can. Pro- listen. What, what is it called again? Pronunciation. I'm gonna play one for you guys. While he's pulling what do you it call up? it? Pronunciation what? Uh, pronunciation manual. Manual. Okay. Manuel. Speaking of YouTube, there's two YouTube classics that I watched recently, just because I had them stuck in my head, kind of like that. What sticks with you? One of them was the uh, I Love Cats. Yeah. Oh, and I love it when they digit when they do the digital remake, kind of like. Kimmy Schmidt opening. But then the other one was, I have to watch it once a year, is the, uh, it's the, it's the State Farm and William Shatner getting together to do like a, how to safely fry a deep, deep fry a turkey or something. What? And they made a music video of it and it is hilarious. All right. All right. Ready for this? How oh. to pronounce astronaut. Mm-hmm. Ass donut. <laughs> and that's the whole video. That's the whole video. That is every single one of his videos. It's great. So it's like that kind of quality of stuff. And it's one of my favorite channels of all time. Uh, here's here's a new one. Oh, they did this last month. Sex you on, Sean Toondy. Sex you on, uh, Sean <laughs> What was that? Szechuan sauce. <laughs> it's funny because um, that was, a, that was also liked, an impression. I liked the Beyonce one. They were like, beyond Kadong. Yeah, beyond Kadong. <laughs> beyond a Kadong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here's my beepus. <laughs> I agree, though. And I mean, um, I don't I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube mm-hmm. lately, but uh, Facebook videos does the same thing. Yeah. They, they oh, automatically yes. go to such unrelated stuff. Yes. And sometimes I just out of laziness because I didn't click the exit uh-huh. button. It'll I end playing. up seeing this other video and I'm like, huh, well, that's something I didn't expect. I don't watch, yeah. I don't watch Facebook videos because after 10 seconds, there's an ad and every single time I'm like, fuck this. I'm not watching the rest of this not video. Not always. Sometimes you luck out. Yeah, and you not really always. Get, if you go to the video only side, like, I, sometimes if you swipe right or something like that, you accidentally get to a video only part and it just keeps playing them. And maybe every third video, there's an ad. Right. So talking about Facebook, did you hear about the weird stuff that's going on with uh, Facebook listening to your conversations? Yes. Where you go, oh, okay, we're going to go later and uh, we're going to uh, get fitted for our bridesmaid dresses. And then we're going to go get pepperoni pizza. Right. And we're going to uh, go buy some letterhead to send thank you notes. And then, people and then the next thing you know, ads. those ads show up in your Facebook. It's feed. interesting. It happened, it's, it's happened to me. Uh, it's happened to a lot of different people, and it's the creepiest shit on the planet. And it makes me want to delete Facebook off my phone. And I'm probably going to do it. <clears throat> Honestly, I see those kinds of tools as tools. Because, I mean, not to get into like gun control, but other types of things a knife, a baseball bat, a Facebook. All of those channel. things could be very useful innocent tools or could be used as a weapon and and that's where it's it's it just it just depends on whose hands it's in yeah and i mean like that's that's why it really scares me like social media stuff and that's why i've kind of i'm trying to get off of social media as much as possible is because it just takes one person one person to do want to do something shitty right to grab your information. Do you mean one person in power? Mm-hmm. One person in power 
to grab your information. Look at Twitter, right? Like one, everybody had access to Donald Trump's Twitter to cancel his account. It just took one person, like one random person to cancel it. It's, it's shit like that that makes me think like, oh shit, like somebody could do some actual harm with the information that we put online. And kind of makes me afraid a little bit honest to be to be mm. honest like or it could be some rogue agent right if somebody hacked into facebook at some point and stole all your information you know that's interesting because i remember back uh a thousand years ago in the 90s when movies like the net would come out with sandra bullock about how oh you can use the the web the internet of the world of information to take someone's identity and to make it look like they died and cancel their credit cards and stuff but now that that is more realistic than ever those movies don't come out possibly because it's too scary. Mm-hmm. It'll give people the bad ideas. I mean, like, sure, let's make movies about people taking the gun to work and stuff because that, you know, it makes an interesting movie, but that happens. Imagine if there were more movies about, like, oh, yeah, you can just totally, totally ruin somebody's life. Like, what Like like what if there's a thing to be like, oh, hey, that person just cut me out from their car and they take a picture of the license plate number and before the day's over, like, their bank account's closed, it's empty. Yeah. I'll kind of I, be like, that's stuff is... I also think there's a flip side too. I think it can be used in a good way. I just don't know if they're doing it yet because mm. like if someone's going online and researching how to make a bomb, where can I buy a gun? You know, and stuff like that. And then they can track somebody down and stop them before they blow up a building. I'm sure that already happens. I mean, there's, there's multiple cases where people were looking up pressure cookers and like other, like, right. Like and I, mundane I think, things. Yeah. And, and I would honestly think that they probably wouldn't be telling us much about it, but we know what's going on because they're doing the thing with the ads. So, right. Mm-hmm. But I and, would and hope that more, uh, terrorist attacks would be stopped before yeah, they mon- happen. Yeah, monitoring your browsing activity is is a little different than monitoring your actual Well, and that's what I was going to say, and listening to your conversation too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you're talking about, oh, guess what I'm going to do? Build a bomb, you know? So, by the way, Google, I'm not building a bomb. Don't track me. <laughs> okay. He uses glue. It never works. <laughs> Um, no, but that is a, that's true because that's been going around for a while. I mean, like the, when I was when I was a kid before the internet, uh, they had the same thing with libraries. You go to the library, you start checking up enough books. They were like flagged, like you can get like one or two books, but if you got three of these types of books, like the FBI yeah. at your door. And like, those and those things happen. are in place for a reason. I worked in banking for a couple of years, and did a lot know, of bankers get arrested? Uh, no, oh. no, not not a lot. Just um, um, just a few. Just one out of the four people at this table. Yeah. Um, well, but uh, there, when people would make multiple check deposits um, at different branches, things like that, it would automatically pop up as a flag mm, to be yeah. like, this is potential check kiting. You should ask about it or something. Is you know, check kiting like, if you cash the same check different places? Uh, no, no. It's um, so catch me if you can. It's it's essentially oh. the concept that uh, that Frank Abagnale Jr. changed the numbers um, did yeah so he he intentionally he would go and cash checks that he knew were no good um, and take advantage of the the long routing system so it would just be rerouted and bounced back and forth between a bunch of different banks hmm. um, before they and by the time they realized anything was going on he was long gone um, and so that's. It's a lot more difficult to do these days because yeah, everything's so. technology, yeah. but and, and actually because of Frank Abagnale, because he he did a lot to help um, out after further the yeah. FBI's cause yeah, in preventing true. that. Well, especially 
that that is something that I think is interesting. Where it's like, oh, you know, if you want to cash a check, they need to get what give us some time before you can take this money out of the bank. I'm like, don't you have email? Don't you have websites? And aren't they secure? Like you should be able to like click, click, click. And yes, I can see that 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 money was supposed to. Oh, I just, I clicked on the table. I'm sorry. I like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like I don't know why it takes that long. Sometimes it's just digital. It's just ones and zeros. Right. Um. Really, what it comes down to is that they, you know, I think banks as a whole don't want to be open. Um. When when you're off work. <laughs> They're like 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 of all like of all businesses, it's like those should be around for people who have jobs. So go ahead and only like close at nine in the morning and open at five at night. Okay, so do you guys want to make a movie? Let's make a movie. It's Thanksgiving. Do you guys want to do a Thanksgiving movie? We already did our uh, our serial killers thing last week. That was great. Oh, that was a good one. Scotty um, and I were talking about it. We really kind of actually want to do that. <laughs> well, I, I never got to talk about my bookends. Oh, sure. Oh, shit. finish Sorry, your bookends. Yeah. Uh, I had <laughs> what I watched. What, I can't remember what it was. Somebody posted um, something on YouTube or on Facebook. It was a YouTube video of... How to make uh, like it was some, making some kind of uh, cheese meal or something. Not meal, but a, a, you make these cheese things into different shapes. And it was how to make an. I was like, there was one that was a whistle, and you could blow into it. And I was like, <laughs> this looks fun. I'm going to click on it. So I click <laughs> on it, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, oh, this is this is fun. But it was only like two minutes long, so I finish it, and then the ne- <laughs> eventually I watched about four or five more videos, and it ended. I can't remember how it got there. I probably could go through it in my mind how it got there, but um, it ended on something called the worst video in the world. <laughs> and I'm going to send you all the link. <laughs> it was um, it was the worst video in the world. It was a uh, woman. I think that it had a copyright date on it, and it was like 1993, and it was just some woman making a music video, and she couldn't sing, and you know it was great. Um, but uh, I'm gonna have to send you that uh, because I want to download that and uh, like I think it should be our new theme song. I think you'll agree <laughs> when you see it. But I'm anyway. excited for our theme song in December. Is it gonna be yeah. good? I'm uh, I'm changing it up just slightly. Okay. I hope I hope uh, there's jingle bells. <laughs> it's just if, like if there's not jingle bells. Shink 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 shink. You literally shink, just shink, like shink. you literally just. Figured out what I'm doing for our <laughs> busted. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's exactly what's so, happening. So why are there? <laughs> you just killed me. That's so funny. Why are there turkey sounds in? <laughs> just, just a turkey, a turkey doing the same mel- melody. <laughs> no, it's just that. Just I'm I'm pretty sure that your turkey talk is louder than your actual talk, talk it is very much so i can <laughs> confirm that do you concur he's looking around like a turkey too <laughs> <laughs> he's really in character he's really he's method over here it's it's almost like like my my uh, crow is is just the same way where i just like look just like uh, it's folks, All right, folks listening at home, he's making a funny face when he makes these noises. And it makes uh, when am I not making a funny face? Let's be real here. <laughs> Actually, that's just, that's just his face. That <laughs> is literally just my face. He keeps giving me the stink eye. That's just his way his face looks. <laughs> he just yes. has a stinky eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want to make a movie this week? I don't know. What I don't know talk, what we want to make a movie about. about that we could, uh, like. we could, we could make a YouTube. <laughs> 
video. Let's do a YouTube with, with a bunch of tags that are unrelated. Okay, we're gonna. <laughs> are we gonna make an Elsa Gate video? <laughs> sure, but yeah, not, but instead, but I was not, gonna say not with the intention of going after children. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, instead of killing people and like having sex with you know superheroes and stuff, it could be something just like. Uh, how to make chicken broth or something. Okay. Yeah, or Completely something helpful. Different. Like, like oh, yeah. here's how to properly change a tire. <laughs> you can help your mom and dad because your head's small enough. You can look under the car and say, there's where you put it. It starts so, off with okay. Elsa and Spider-Man having a tea party. And okay. the next thing you okay. know, you're, show, you're hooking up your let's, VCR. Let's, okay, I like, I like <laughs> you yes. heading with this. We're going we're gonna to flood YouTube with positive Elsa-gate videos. Yeah. Okay. And then they start off weird, right? And then move on to something that's actually, they're going to learn how to change a tire or change the I, oil on I car. know what it is. I know what it is. Okay. We're, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to teach lessons that millennials whine about. I'm sorry, whatever. That, that, we, that we, we wish we had more lessons with. Like, <laughs> here's how you balance a checkbook. Tell me this. Is that All right. what you were... Here's how you balance a checkbook. Here's how you brown uh, beef. Here's how you. Yeah, Let's... all the all the home ec things, all the, all the extracurriculars. How to ham, so how to ham a skirt. Yeah, that have been cut from public schools. Yes. So let's let's uh let's take every every single one of us take one random character that kids like. Okay. I'm gonna go with Paw Patrol myself. Paw Patrol. Oh, that's better than what I was gonna say. Now I gotta rethink it. Okay. Damn. Oh, I got it. Well, I do Scooby a lot, but I can do the voice anyway. We're not gonna choose, we're not gonna do voices because normally these videos don't necessarily have voices. But don't you think that'd be funny to have Scooby Scooby Doo teach you how to hook up a VCR after or a after DVD? this? I'm gonna show you guys one of these videos. Ah, oh, all right. Oh, wait, one of the one of the positive ones or one of the not- no, we no. don't have any positive ones yet. That's no. what we're doing. So so okay. So Michael's got Paw Patrol. Yep, and Joel? and a roommate that is uh, a carpenter. So I think. <coughs> Some sort of carpentry lesson. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, something. Uh, oh, I know. Caillou. From? <laughs> From Caillou. He's that little fucking oh, ball bastard. Weird... Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> you guys. I don't want to. <laughs> I was going to wanna... go, go with a bald bald kid too i was gonna go charlie brown but yeah i'm gonna okay i'm gonna change mine from caillou are you gonna do charlie brown no no okay. no you're i think caillou is a good choice because because okay. joel kids, played charlie brown give him that kids love that character i, I don't, don't want to i'm gonna choose i'm gonna go superhero okay right? okay i'm gonna go star lord all right, uh, so we could we could see if Chris Pratt is down to help with this. I bet he would be. Right. Okay. All I have to do is pretend to be a sick kid, and he will just come running. And you have you have Scooby Doo? Is that what you said? Well, originally I was going to say Thor before you said Paw Patrol, but I'm like seriously, have you guys met children? We all lose to Paw Patrol. We all lose. That's it. Paw Patrol. You remember Barney when you were a kid? Paw Patrol would kick Barney so hard they fly away into another galaxy, and only Star Lord can rescue him. All right, so full circle. So okay, <laughs> so who's your who's your choice? Well, I'm trying to think about who kids would actually. I'd probably Thor, I guess. That's enough for. So we have. <gasps> you know, you know what's even. I want to go with the Hulk, because that's more fun for conversations. And especially like I think the Hulk. Hulk want to watch Finding Nemo on DVD. DVD not work. Okay. I like this. I like the Hulk because if we're starting out with like trying to flood stuff with Elsa Gate, people will expect like Hulk to do some, some. Fisting? Stop it. What is with you and fisting? <laughs> oh my god. If there's ever a person to ever not want to possibly even consider fisting, receiving or giving, my friend, it is the Hulk. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. 
I so mean, there's, or Popeye. but I mean, like, there's there's some weird <laughs> Unless sexual Unless you like made him angry halfway through. I I would I would argue that there is not even a porn parody of the Hulk fisting anybody. There's there's that no, college don't humor look it up, video. Please don't look <laughs> it up. There's that college humor video of uh, of of the Hulk being really small and Bruce Banner feeling. Um, uh, uh, basically, Bruce Banner's girlfriend is is asking, trying to get him angry. Oh! But then at, it turns out at the end that the Hulk is just really tiny. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk made of mostly steroids. <laughs> the gamma rays. Sci- the the gamma rays make my dick hard, uh, dick soft. It's it's kind of a thing that I have to worry about sometimes. Why am I talking like this? Oh. Why is Hulk talking like this? I don't understand. Oh, I'm oh very, my gosh, I'm you very know, vocal even, for Hulk. Even better, the Hulk giving like English lessons or grammar. And he's or something. like, oh, grammar. So it's, it's, it's like the Hulk really and he's like, welcome, welcome, everybody, welcome to the Hulk speaks. You know what? That reminds me of that one YouTube video. Um, it's called what is it? The accent begone. Spray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's this guy who's like, "Hi, my name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm here to sell you." <laughs> Accent be gone, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly like that. That's that's Pete Holmes. Fun fact. Oh my god! I need yeah. to watch that again. Oh, is that the, is that the great great grandson of H H Holmes? Yeah. Yes, America's sure. first serial killer. Cool. Um, yeah, no, so I that's like what that. we're gonna make. I think that's a good. That's that's a positive thing that we're I bringing to the wonderful. world, guys. Totally. I think I think it'd be great. I think I think that people need to have more entertaining videos that are also like. And you know what? I learned something today. Yeah, and uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us this week, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this was fun. Yeah. It's been it's been a minute, but we're back we're back into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, if I may, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. This back. comes gobble gobble. This <laughs> he's making the face again. I think kaka kaka and tuki tuki don't work in this situation. That's a good one. I mean, that was a pig. I'm gonna oh, have. I was like, I know. I'm gonna have a smoked turkey. I'm so excited. Uh, that's uh, can cause cancer. <clears throat> secondhand smoke. Second. Secondhand smoked turkey. That's much better. I'm going. To that's have, a great band name. Oh, by the I, way, I never told you guys this. Um, I'm very excited about mashed potatoes. I only eat mashed potatoes three times a year. And it's one of my very, very favorite things to eat. I eat it Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Okay, I was going to ask. I was wondering what the third one was. And because if I eat it more than that, I'll get burned out on it and not like it anymore. Oh, I never want keep that it, to happen. You have to keep it set aside and special. There's a word for that. Now, holy. Now, what? Uh, what's your opinion on sweet mash? I can have I can have sweet Fuck mash. Fuck that year. shit. I love sweet mash. I don't um, know. I don't know what it is. Sweet it's mashed just, potatoes. It's just That's mashed what potatoes, I but sweet potatoes. Yeah. No. No. Mashed sweet potatoes. No, you got to go with the mashed potatoes, the real stuff. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. Sweet potatoes. Uh, sweet potatoes. I like, you know, cook, whatever. But I don't. I'd rather have a. So my my family when salty. they do Thanksgiving, they don't do turkey, and <clears throat> I am I'm the only second I would accept probably is going to be honey baked ham. Ham. It was. They but do, that's usually they do a spiral they do, a, they do a spiral cut ham. That's delicious. Um, it's good. Yeah. I actually like that better for leftovers because yeah. that is much better leftover. The goose. The goose. <laughs> what is that? What about Christmas Carol? I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking uh, like oh you were like dear. quoting Christmas Vacation with like the blessing. <laughs> Grace, but, she passed. 
passed away 30 I, years ago. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag. Flag. Hey, Grace, you're not doing anything. Grab my stogie. <laughs> Clark, what are you going to do about the squirrel? I don't know. Catch it in the coat and smack it with a hammer. <laughs> Russ? Right here, Dad. Yeah. Oh, you hear, oh, you hear that, honey? Shitter's full. <laughs> and now See, that we've done quoting, well, that, that's that's Thanksgiving. Is quoting? Uh, I'm going to watch Christmas. that this week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes, indeed. So and, everybody has to watch it. Thanks again, guys. Thank you, you so much for listening show. to the podcast. Uh, as always, I am your thankful host, Charles. One of these days, he's not going to be Charles, and it's going to be weird. And what if I, I call myself something else, like a new name? <laughs> as always, new name. As always, my name is. Stan. I've got a, I've got a story before we before we actually finish this. Up. Before we actually finish, wait, stick around for another thirty five minutes. So at the at the wing shack, uh, um, the the wing place that we have here in town, uh, I changed my name from Charles Kelly to Carlos Mano Love. Oh, right. Gosh. Wait for the order or like for you the order. There. So they're like Carlos Mano Love, and I'm like, <laughs> so what I didn't realize before I did that because it was like Carlos Mano Love, right? Mano M A N O. Is hand in Spanish. <laughs> so Car- now it says Carlos Handlove, <laughs> which is more the most fitting nickname you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> and as always, I'm Charles, your host. And I'm Michael, a co-host. I'm Scotty, your co-co-host. How was that, Coco? It was delicioso. It's good. It's good. Uh, bubbles is what I used to give as my name in, at Noodles and Company because I never could get Joel right. It was either Hoel, Joel. How do you not know Joel? Hey, dude, don't ask me. Well, it's because your last name is I, No, no, no. I never give my last name. Oh, places. what? I do not understand why Joel is not that difficult of a name. Right? That's why I started giving Bubbles and they never get it wrong. So That's this is fabulous. Bubbles signing off. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, guys, have yourselves a wonderful week. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. Happy Patter year. for the end. For when we're fading out. <laughs> it's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone. On the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars. So you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.